Welcome to the Building to Scale podcast, where we bring real entrepreneur stories that showcase the challenges and successes in building and scaling an entrepreneurial business. Our host, Jeff Chastain, is a business transformation coach with Admentis, where he coaches business leaders and their teams with a proven set of principles and tools helping them gain clarity in and get more of what they want from their business. Make sure to stick around until the end of the show, and we will reveal how you can become our next guest. Hey, everybody. Jeff Chastain here again. Welcome to another episode of the Building to Scale podcast. Always enjoy getting to talk with the audience here. Hopefully, you guys have had a good weekend and a a good week starting off. Always love getting into Mondays. You kind of got a clean slate here. Looking forward to, okay, what can we accomplish this week? So looking forward to that moving forward here. I know I've got several good meetings and I'm one of those that I actually enjoy meetings if, if, if they're structured right and done right kind of a thing here. So that's a whole topic for another discussion right there as to looking at meetings and how to make those a little bit more productive and fun for that matter for everybody involved. But really today, I kind of wanted to really continue on our discussion before for the last few episodes talking about the idea of systemization with business and looking at kind of those four key components. So going all the way back, I think it was two weeks ago now, we kind of did a, an overview looking at systemization, what that really means from uh, looking like the McDonald's idea to say, okay, how do we build out a system, build out a, a way that we can basically, as owners, as business leaders, kind of step back from the business, be able to step up really above the, the day-to-day operations there and have the, the systems, the processes, the playbooks, everything in place like that where Basically, the business runs, the basic. The, the business has value, the, basic, the, the, the business has profitability at that point that we can turn in and kind of reinvest back into that. So looking at those four keys, if you didn't catch that episode, one, make sure and go catch it. But still, uh, the four keys there that we were talking about was really looking at the idea of people, purpose, the playbook, and performance. And when we put all four of those together, have all those functioning together in the right way together, then we've got added profitability. That's really the keys to generating additional profits in the business there. So last week, we delved more into the people side of having the right people sitting in the right seats, how to go about uh, evaluating the team, how about about how to go about having really constructive conversations based upon real numbers using that uh, performance evaluation tool there from top grading. So this week I want to shift gears a little bit and look more at the purpose side. So the purpose if is, I, I describe it a lot of times if you imagine a game of tug of war with as kids, you've got one piece of rope, two different teams pulling different directions kind of a thing there. But now imagine taking that same tug of war game here and having effectively a spider web here of everybody pulling in different directions, everybody having different agendas kind of a thing there that you may well have very qualified people, very qualified people on the team there, experts in their area, but if their goals, if their mission, if their direction is pulling in a different direction than others, you're not getting the full power, you're not getting the full energy that you could have if everybody was truly united in one direction. So a lot of times I'll look at this going back to my early days in corporate America that I was brought in, had a, a, a my role at that point was developing software tools uh, for the, the overall engineering team that I was working with there. But in my role, in my day-to-day job, what I didn't see or have any visibility to was the direction of even the division, much less the company I was working with at that point. All I knew was my little microcosm of what my world was here of building this tool, working on supporting these tools, these systems right here, 
but I didn't really have any buy-in into the overall company. And I see this talked about a, a lot of times in the outsourcing market to say, okay, especially if you're outsourcing to overseas with software development, I see a lot of this there that's, and it, it really applies on, on any kind of outsourcing there. If those people aren't tied, if, if you don't have people tied into your mission, into why you are as a company, what you're doing, and somebody else comes along and offers them two or three bucks more kind of a thing to do the same job, they're probably going to jump at that. There, there's no other thing tying them because short of just a paycheck. And that's, I see that even more beyond the the outsourcing market, if you've got that with employees at that point, if they're there just for a job, if they're there just for a paycheck, and somebody offers them a better paycheck, somebody offers them a shorter commute, these days a, a work from home versus a, a work in the office kind of a thing there. So many things right there can be that pull away uh, from your company if there's not that bigger sense of community. So that's really what I wanna talk to today looking at purpose. and. Again, I'm going to throw in a, a quick plug here for the YouTube channel, for the YouTube videos. Uh, last week, it actually worked pretty well, swapping in the uh, the other tools, the other display. So if you're on the YouTube channel and you're more visually inclined, we'll have a little bit more visual graphics and stuff today. Otherwise, we'll we'll keep talking through it here on Pick Your Podcast platform. So always appreciate the, the interest there. Pick your platform. But at the same time, if you've got uh, access to the YouTube videos or access to the YouTube channels, the links are right here below. Make sure and check those out. So... When talking about purpose here, one example I always like pulling out here is Atlassian. So if you're in the software world, uh, this is probably a, a well-known name to you. Even outside, they, they, they work a lot outside of just the software world. But if you're to go up to Atlassian's website here, they actually list their core company values up on the website. So it's, and it's very straightforward, five different values here, a little bit of paragraph underneath them if, you, if you're seeing it here, but basically saying, okay, we're gonna be an open company. We're gonna uh, build with heart and balance. We're not, don't mess with the customer, treat the customer right, kind of an idea. Uh, play together as a team and be the change that you speak. So each one of these has, like I said, its own little description here, but as much as these five values are clear, it spells out who they are, it spells out what they're united behind as a company. As you can see in this picture, or can see on their website here, if you go look at it, there's a video right here above the core values. And this video is not just the CEO standing up on a stage in a suit, reading these off kind of a thing. This video is actually produced with the employees of the company, describing each of the core values, how they relate, how they impact their day-to-day -day, uh, job, their day-to-day -day role. So you get at least the feeling with this video that these values are intrinsically put into all levels of the company, that everybody understands, okay, how does my role in this company exhibit these values? And it goes back a little bit to even what we were talking about uh, last week here with pick the, the sales team example we were talking about, where yes, the salesperson is out selling ice to Eskimos kind of a thing there, being your top salesperson, generating top revenues, but if they're not following in this case the 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 treating the customer right making sure that their customers taken care of if they're sitting there saying hey we, I, i'm going to close this deal by promising you that we can deliver it overnight when the reality is you know full well you're at least a three-week lead time on the the product delivery kind of a thing that point they're not following this customer this uh core value here of treating the customer right making sure we've got happy customers they're out for the quick sale closing the deal which is what they're being measured on from a metric standpoint 
But in the bigger picture of things, it's hurting your company from a cultural standpoint because at that point, you've got an unhappy customer. The customer thought they were getting their product, their service, whatever, deliver the next day. Turns out it's actually going to be three weeks down the road. So looking at those, again, making sure that these values really fit in with your team at every level kind of a thing there. So one little quick exercise here, see if I can get this to swap. Um, one thing I typically look at with the leadership team is saying, okay, simply does everybody share, does everybody know what those core values are? Kind of going back to that lasting example right there. And this little worksheet here, and again, I'll, I'll explain it here if you're just listening here, but what I'll find a lot of times is even dealing with the leadership team, much less the rest of the company, but even just the leadership team, I'll get them to sit down with this little worksheet here, and it's simply a three-minute little exercise that says, hey, everybody write down the core values of the company. One through seven, one through five here. Seven's typically, I'd say, probably about the max that you really should have. At that point, you start kind of diluting the importance of them there that nobody can remember them all, keep track of them all. But really looking at what those core values are, can everybody write down what they are? And then three quiet minutes kind of a thing with that, bring them back and say, okay, let's compare lists. And I'll give you a little hint, nine times out of 10, those lists have... Uh, some bearing with each other, but they're not the same by any means kind of a thing there. So it's really a matter of making sure that while as a leadership team, as a company ownership, you need to be defining what those are. I would encourage involvement of the, the company at all levels kind of a thing, but figuring out what those core values are to say, okay, what is our mission? What are we, why are we here? Why are we in business? short of trying to, to earn, earn a dollar, earn a profit kind of a thing here. Hopefully there's a bigger bigger purpose kind of a thing behind what the company's for. And those values really that we expect everybody to live up to and define those out, making sure they're in place and basically making sure that, okay, everybody buys into these, everybody believes into these and going back to that assessment from last week, this is really where that cultural fit score comes into play that, okay, now we know what our five values are, our seven values are. So we can look at that and say, okay, from your cultural fit right there, do you exhibit these values in your job, in your role right there on a ongoing daily basis kind of a thing? Maybe you're exhibiting three out of five kind of a thing there. So, okay, yeah, you're in the five to six kind of score range right there. But that, again, gives you that clarity to go have the conversation with your team to say, okay, you're doing really great in these two or three areas. I need you to step up your game over here in this fourth area. Let's talk about, okay, what does ensuring we've got happy customers, ensuring we're treating the customers right, what does that really mean in your job? Because it may not be the sales person you're talking to, it may be the customer support person. So, okay, what flexibility, what options do they have in making sure that the customer's happy? So looking at those, understanding, talking about, okay, where's their, their boundaries? Okay, you can offer this percentage off, or you can offer this add-on, or you can do, what, what can you do here to help fix a solution, fix an issue that came up, but at the same time, there's gotta be a line to say, okay, you can't necessarily, five years away, give them a full refund or whatever whatever the case may be in your business. There's gotta be some box, some line there, but at the same time, having that clarity, having that discussion there between them, between you and them to understand what's really expected, how does this work in their role? How does that really matter there? And what, what kind of, uh, effectively, what kind of box have they got that they can work within right there for ensuring that the customer's happy? So really wanna take a look there at those core values 
I will say right off the bat, if you don't know where what your core values are, it's just start a discussion is really the easiest way to start thinking about those saying, hey, why are we here? What, what, what do we like doing in business? What are, what are we known for? What is our, and that's where I would really say uh, pulling in the, the input of your team overall. Maybe it's not just necessarily the leadership team, but just kind of start a discussion. And I will say also, this doesn't happen overnight. This is a process. These evolve or are usually a matter of weeks to even months kind of a thing when I'm working with a client. So this is not something... I remember somebody told me the story at one point about a uh, this high-end bank that you walk in, it's just everything exudes elegance, everything exudes rich, richness kind of a thing, marble walls, everything's done nice, and you can kind of see across the top of the marble walls that they've got their core values there carved into the marble. So this is, this is set in stone, literally, kind of a thing here. And as you're in this nice, quiet, ambiance, richness, everything just exudes money, all of a sudden you hear this call out, next, for the next person in line. And it just destroys the whole atmosphere, destroys the whole ambiance right there of, okay, that's not necessarily what we're trying to communicate or the image we're trying to be as a company. So what moral of that of, okay, make sure everybody's living the core values, but also at the same time, before you go carve them into the wall, before you go carve them into the marble, let them simmer a little bit here. Make sure that, okay, this feels right. This this is what we want to do. Because honestly, you, this is not something you want to go be changing every quarter every year kind of a thing here. You want to have these relatively set and have everybody love them, everybody bought into them, even down to the point of including this, I'd say, into your, your hiring process to say, okay, during the hiring process, we lay out, here is our core values. This is what you're expected to live by and making sure that that individual's personality, that individual's culture, that individual's personal beliefs fit with your personal beliefs there. So, all, all kinds of examples and everything you can, you can come up with there, but still it's having these core values really helps the team kind of unite gel behind each other to say, okay, this is who we are as an organization. This is what we're working towards. And from a measurement standpoint, clarity standpoint, this is what I know is expected and what's measurement measured of me there from a cultural standpoint going forward in my role. So again, just helps everybody make sure that we're pulling all the same direction, pulling on that rope the same direction, really magnifying or maximizing the, the resources, the energy we've got. So as always, again, just a little quick tidbit here. If you've got any questions or anything, always happy to reach out or always happy to have a conversation. So feel free to reach out there. Love to hear what your core values are. Feel free to, to throw them out there if you've got them kind of thing or ask questions. Would love to see different ideas, different options. It's always interesting seeing what different companies come up with because honestly, there's never anybody that's the same kind of a thing. So always love doing seeing that. But meantime, hopefully all is well. Have a great week and we will catch you a little bit later. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building to Scale podcast. If you would like to share your entrepreneurial business growth story, please visit buildingtoscale.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you do both us and our guest a favor and share it on your social media accounts? Don't forget to hit subscribe in your player so that you don't miss any future episodes and make sure to reach out to Jeff Chastain on any of the major social media networks or check us out at admentis.com. Oh,